We welcome in now our good, good buddy, Reed Wallach. He's with BetSided. Reed, how have you been, pal? Long time, no talk. Yeah, Ryan, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me back on. Reed, um, your biggest overreaction or your biggest takeaway from what you saw last week in the National Football League, other than the Cincinnati Bengals, because everybody's going to say, well, I didn't see the Bengals beating up on the Ravens like that. No one did. Give us something else. I, I got to give you something good. Yep. Um, how about, let's talk about the, now I'm on the spot. How about the Indianapolis yep. Colts in the slop uh, going out? And listen, it's tough to take away so much from a game with that kind of weather, but you know, you got Wentz with the fumble early. The first play of the game, also Jonathan Taylor fumbles. They could, that game could have easily got away from them, and their season's over now. Now all of a sudden they're back in the hunt. They're three and four, two games behind Tennessee, playing them this weekend. They, Frank Reich and Carson Wentz could get the Colts right back into the playoff mix heading into this weekend. So if we want to talk about takeaways, that's a serious gut check from a Colts team. And then looking at the 49ers, what do you make of this roster? I mean, I was on the Colts in that game. And I think the Colts, they were the correct side. I think they should have won that game just watching that in all 60 minutes. But you give up all this draft capital for Trey Lance, and sure, he's not ready, but what, what is the – and he's hurt also, but what is the complexion of this roster going forward? And what do you do with them? Yeah, I mean, what do you do? You're behind the Rams and Cardinals. I think if Lance is healthy going forward, you got to let him spin. you got to give him the reps because – Jimmy Garoppolo is clearly not your guy. Jimmy G is going to end up being the Washington football team quarterback next year, isn't That he? actually wouldn't be so bad. Eh. That's not terrible. They it's go full sell on, uh, on Trey Lance. The uh, former, of course, Kyle Shanahan does his uh, former team a, a solid, which probably would never happen. So now I've already talked myself out of it. Um, <laughs> Reed, um, for some reason, the team that is undefeated against the spread this season in the Dallas Cowboys, they're only favored by... Two, well, now it's two and a half points against the Minnesota Vikings. Can you tell me your feel and your read on this game? Because I've already played the Cowboys to cover two, now up to two and a half. The Vikings, I did back the Vikings against the uh, Carolina Panthers for the first time this year. They almost sold me, but they did not. What's your feel on this game, uh, the Sunday night game, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time? Um, I don't have a feel for the side. I just like the over. I think Dallas's defense is I, – I guess if I had to take a side, I'd kind of lean Minnesota as a home dog, just kind of – this game feels like it should be closer to a pick than the Cowboys by two and a half, maybe three. I, I just like the over. I think both defenses aren't great. I think both offenses are explosive, to say the least. I think this Cowboys defense is in for a rude awakening when the competition picks up. I think that um, Diggs, uh, a boomer bust cornerback, obviously leads the league in interceptions, but I just don't see with this Cowboys defense. I still don't see the pass rush. I think a Vikings offense off a of bye with Kirk Cousins playing some of the best ball of his career and Dalvin Cook at running back. I think that the Vikings are very live to win this game, but I think we're, we got to shoot. I think both teams break 30. Hey, Reed, uh, the Packers now are six-and-a-half-point dogs for the Thursday night game without Devontae. Love it. Uh, do you see any value in uh, maybe teasing the line to seven-and-a-half for the Packers, plus seven-and-a-half? Um, I... So I like the Packers in the game. I don't know. I yeah. I I think this is an overreaction. Lazard. I also admittedly I bet this before. Lazard was also ruled out. So I have plus six. I have plus nine and a half and a teaser from before Adams was ruled out. So I might just be on the wrong side of this one. But I have not bought into Arizona this year as a serious, legitimate Super Bowl contender. I still think that the Rams and Bucks are better than the Cardinals and the Packers for that matter. But Aaron Rodgers on the other sideline. 
you know, I'm now getting close to a touchdown. If this breaks seven, I'm probably going to have to go again on the Packers. Ooh, I, just, I, don't see this, I, I don't see this game being a blowout. Yeah. Uh, it's still a short week, and you can run on Arizona's defense. So right. I could see the Packers trying to do their methodical march down the, th- down the field, Dylan and Jones, heavy dose of them. They could still – I still think they're alive for this game. I would not say that this is a Arizona rolls over them. Would you, would you take is, them plus 225 on the money line? Uh, I'm not going to, but I don't think it's a bad look at all. I just think that this line, it opened three, it went to four, then Adams is ruled out, and then Lazard, who hasn't been, you know, he's not a high-volume target. He would get more with Adams out. Two-and-a-half-point move? He's a wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers still on right. the other sideline. I've, I've just never seen a line move like this, and you can't bet Arizona now. If you want to tease them, sure, but I still think Green Bay is a great bet at this number just because Aaron Rodgers is on the other side. I might have done something gross, or I'm thinking about doing something. I've already, I, I actually bought into the the uh, hype of Arizona. <clears throat> Excuse me, especially after Lazar gets ruled out. But I just love Green Bay and I love Aaron Rodgers. I have him covering six and a half. I feel like an idiot, but I just wanted to jump on this number before I don't know some other player that's un uh, unnamed or unknown gets ruled out before Thursday's contest. Um, but I, I still kind of like I might sprinkle something on Green Bay to on the money line plus two twenty five just because of the like fact that, that like. I, I could definitely see this it's game still going. Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. I could see this game going <laughs> seventeen thousand different ways. I think this could be a close game, and Green Bay covers. And I, I think the maybe the Cardinals could win by a field goal. I could also see Arizona coming out here and just laying down the law. But betting against Aaron Rodgers is so, so tricky. Stupid. It's also pretty stupid in most most cases. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I might sprinkle something on the money line just because it depends on how my night tonight goes. Reed. Yeah. No. I I don't think it's a bad look to go. Listen, Arizona's undefeated. I get they're rolling, but again, I you know I think that's an overreaction. I think that these teams are closer than this line is projecting, with or without Devontae Adams. If it's worth anything, Rodgers is nine and one without Devontae Adams straight up. So I mean, the guy's gonna find someone. So I you know I know Adams is a huge playmaker, but this line is just you know it's it's a way too far out for in my opinion. Reed, exactly. Reed, what's the fishiest line you see on the board? Fishiest line. Um, Where it just maybe is is too close or too yeah. crazy of a spread. Um, to me, uh, my first reaction, uh, and you can tell me what you think, is uh, where is this? Not not just the Dallas Cowboys, but also the Cleveland Browns, only three-and-a-half-point favorites to the Steelers at home. Uh, I think they're getting Nick Chubb back as well. And also the yeah. Eagles being only three-point favorites in Detroit. I hate the Eagles. I think they might be maybe the biggest fraud in the NFL right now. Yeah, I, I bet Cleveland, when it opened, it actually opened three, and then it moved up to three and a half. I, Cleveland, I still think Cleveland is a threat in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. I think that wow. they've had a ton of injuries. I think that they've had a tough schedule to start. It doesn't get much easier because they're in a difficult division, but I think Cleveland, when they get healthy, are a deep threat. I think they're well-coached, and yeah, like you said, they're getting Nick Chubb back. I think that they blow out the Steelers this weekend. I, I love the Browns. I think that the Steelers' offense is still an issue. Who have they beaten to really, you know, earn this kind of respect? Basically lined as a near uh, near pick on a neutral field against Cleveland. I don't see it. So I definitely like Cleveland and Carolina. Uh, I'm buying low on Carolina. Um, when this gets up to three, um, I haven't bet it yet, but when it gets to three, which is starting to pop, I'm going to bet Carolina. Atlanta's beaten two of the worst defenses in the league in the Jets and Dolphins. Carolina's top three in EPA per play on defense. 
and Atlanta bottom five in rush success rate. So, you know, the Panthers are going to have no issue running the ball, keeping the ball out of Sam Darnold's hands, avoid, avoiding turnovers. So if this is three, I, I'm happily going to take Carolina. It's currently at three right now on the BetMGM app. Great. Let's get in. I, I love Carolina catching a field goal. I think that Atlanta's way overvalued here. And I, listen, Carolina might not be anything to call home about, but I think that there's going to be a pass to them avoiding Sam Darnold throwing the ball 20, 30 times. Uh, Reed, I am uh, with you. So I'm looking at the Colts. My favorite bet, as well as the Cleveland Browns this week that I've mm-hmm. played so far, is the Colts. And you're getting plus one right now over at BetMGM. They're at home. Any value betting the Colts to win the division? I know everybody loves the Titans, especially right now after that win against the Chiefs, who I think absolutely stink this season. Um, any value with the Colts if you're getting 3-1, to one, plus 325, plus 350 right now to actually win that division? Because Wentz looks good, and they're only getting healthier. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. It obviously comes down to if they win this weekend. If they lose this weekend, they're probably out of the division race. They'll fall three if, back. If they, they win, though, you're probably getting, like, what, yeah. like plus 220 only, I would assume. Yeah, of course. If, if there's a time to get in on the Colts, it's now. Right. Because then if you look even further, they play the Jets on Thursday night, and that's going to be um, – I might be playing quarterback at that point for the Jets <laughs> on th- next Thursday. And then they play the Jags um, the following week. So – if there's a time to get in on the Colts, and the Titans, I believe, play against Los Angeles in LA, against the Rams in L.A., and then they play New Orleans. Yeah. So if there's a time to get in, it's right now on the Colts. And, yeah, I think the Colts could definitely win on Sunday. I haven't bet it yet. I lean that way. Um, they kind of look like a really nice teaser leg. If this hits one and a half, get them, like, over a touchdown. That's what I was thinking, this yeah. Reeks of, like, three, it's going late-game field goal either way. So I lean Colts. And, yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea at all to get on them to win the division right now because I think Tennessee's kind of peaking right now. Oh, Reed, Trista asked you about fishy lines. I want to switch over to college football really quickly because one of the fishier ones I've seen, and I'm probably going to end up backing them for the fourth straight time, even though I hate this team. Wisconsin, three-and-a-half-point favorites against Iowa. I think that's a little fishy. A one-loss Iowa team, granted they can't do anything offensively and they rely off, like, pick sixes. I just think that that line stinks. Anything that you've played so far and your thoughts on that game? Yeah, well, as you know, I'm a Wisconsin grad, so yeah. and I've been off the bandwagon for this team, but they're pulling me back in this weekend. I'm going to back Wisconsin minus three. Mertz sucks, um, two, man. Two offenses that cannot move the ball, but Iowa, I believe they're still going to be down their number one cornerback, Riley Moss. He is huge. Purdue had no issue moving the ball, and I know Mertz, um, he's a dud, he's a bust, but I think Wisconsin's going to be able to get enough, avoid the turnovers at home, um, I, I'm sipping the Wisconsin Kool-Aid. I think three feels fair. I actually have Wisconsin rated a bigger favorite than this. Um, I think Iowa's defense is a lockbox. I, I don't really believe in it. I think that they thrive on turnovers and really good punting. So if Wisconsin's able to avoid really bad field position, I think they win this one, you know, well um, over a field goal. I definitely would recommend them getting that flat three not, um, and not getting a hook at three and a half. Now, we were talking about teams that should be lockboxes that aren't Oregon Ducks. Uh, they are currently 24-point favorites against Colorado. In 60 seconds, Reed, we only have a little bit of time. Like uh, To me, Colorado seems like a very easy cover here and over at 49. What do you think? Oh, Colorado, just, they can't move the ball. It's, it's so bad. I've, I've unfortunately watched, like, I think, two Colorado games. I think I've rid myself of that. Oregon minus twenty four. If they can just run all over so them, bad. I I kind of like the under though. This just reeks of like Oregon, yeah, something like thirty to seven, thirty mm-hmm. to you know, mm-hmm. three, like where it just 
Oregon then just runs the clock out. They just want to get out of here with a win. They're not looking to do anything. They had their big win last week. So I would lean under, if anything, in terms of spread, no play for me because I just I, I feel like the game flow is going to be very slow. Reed, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the games this weekend. You have a good, good night. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. That's thanks, our Reed. guy, Reed Wallach, bet-sided. And he joined <laughs> us on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home, go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Now to get $15 off your first month, that's Roman.com slash BetQL. I know all the sharp money is going to be on Minnesota at home, primetime Sunday night. I do not care. Here's a trend that I do care about. Kirk Cousins, what he's got, one primetime win, finally got up the schneid. I will be backing the better quarterback in Dak Prescott. I don't care. And I will go down fighting. I don't care if he has one leg. That being said, I will back Dallas on the money line, and if there is a three that I catch with Minnesota at home, I can see that being a field goal game. Maybe shop around. Maybe there's even a three and a half. Maybe there's even a three and a half that BetMGM will have available. Minus 135. A buddy knows about.